When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blessings and peace, everyone. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for joining me on Peaceful Moment. My good friend Sade is here to tell me about her gift of dreams. This conversation was beautiful. This conversation was everything I thought it would be. I've known Sade for a long time. I've known Sade since, you know, the PHS days, you feel me? So having this conversation with her was reliving high school all over again. So sit back, relax. And be peaceful. And we're hot. Good afternoon, Miss Sade. Good afternoon, Jordan. How is everything? I'm doing well. I'm doing really, really good. Big chilling. Some good things are coming up. Great. So I can't wait to share that with y'all. How are you? Are you well? I'm good. I'm good. It's a beautiful Sunday today. I'm off. You know? Retweet that one. <laughs> I can't wait to the day where I don't have to work for another company in my life. You know? Work for anybody. Work for anybody. I'll I work can't for wait. myself. On the gang. On, On the, the guys. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, Miss Shade, go ahead and plug yourself in. Let the people know where they can find you. Well, you can find me at P-R-0-P-E-A-C-E underscore Pro Peace. You can also find me on Pro Essentials, and you can find me on So Relevant. On the game. Do you have any projects coming up in the future? Um, Definitely. Um, I'm rebranding my Pro Essentials beauty band right now because for those of y'all who don't know, I'm an esthetician. So I'm rebranding my whole little spa thing um my pro Essentials brand so that's exciting i just dropped the logo and then for so relevant music wise you know it's album social deviance let's go working on that this whole year but that's that's really about it that's beautiful thank you that's beautiful so my good friend shade is here to talk about her gift what's that gift miss shade dreams mm. dreams man mm. You know, I don't know if I would call it a gift Mm -hmm. because I just feel like it's so common, especially within my family. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have very vivid dreams, but yeah, we we here to talk about that. Got you, got you. We here to talk about. So it's really crazy because usually before an interview that I have with somebody, Mm -hmm. something about that topic will come up in the week, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I had the one about drugs... Um, Tamashi Gari, she, uh, I booked the uh, interview with her on a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And then our interview was supposed to be on the following Thursday. Mm-hmm. That Tuesday when I had class, we talked about drugs mm. and anxiety. Right. And then on Thursday when I had an interview with her, she talked about the same thing. Wow. When I had the interview about um, depression, my psychology class, we went over depression that week. Wow. Depression, suicidal thoughts that week. 
And so mm. I when, when did I um when do we schedule the interview? What day? Do you remember? Mm, I don't remember. It was sometime last week. But this yeah. week mm-hmm. I had a really crazy dream. No. A crazy dream. A dream like I've never had before because usually a lot of my dreams like they're recurring. Right, right. But this one was like off the wall crazy. Really? So let me tell you about it real quick. Yes, please. If you don't mind. No, of course not. Can I have the floor? The floor is yours. Let me take a sip first. And you better walk down that runway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I was with my friends and we were, um, we were. I don't know what we were doing. I think we were just like chilling in nature. Cause you know, I'm a nature person. I'm always chilling yeah. in nature. You know, I am too. Mm-hmm. And then we saw a baby deer mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my God, it's a baby deer. Right. So I went up to it. I'm like, where's your mom? And the baby deer just walk in, just walk in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my God, we can't leave the baby deer. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do know, um, the moms usually leave their baby deer in the grass while they go forage for food. And they come back later on in the day, they nurse and they go to sleep together. Mm-hmm. But the mom was nowhere to be found. So mm-hmm. I walked away. We came back a little bit later, and it was still there. So I took the baby deer to my house, and mm-hmm. I started raising it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to teach this baby deer how to do everything because, like, it doesn't have a mom. Mm-hmm. So it, it has to learn how to graze. It has to learn how to run. Mm-hmm. It has to learn, like, how to listen for predators and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So me, as being a human, I'm teaching this baby deer how to become a full deer you know right, i'm right. trying to teach how to like in the dream in the dream right yeah. it's crazy so um time goes on time goes on in the dream and then one day the deer becomes a person the baby deer no. transforms into a, a like into a man like a wow. grown ass man this is giving me folk tales right yeah it, i was like I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> but um, he turned into a full-grown man. It was like a like a, a Native American man with long hair. Mm. He was tall. He was naked, of course, because he right. turned from a deer. Right. So that kind of shocked fully me. Clothed. Right. That threw me off. And I was like, whoa. Why? Why did this happen? And then um, there was, there was like some antlers on the ground. There was some... Um, like a, a fur of like a rug, a fur right, rug, right. a pelt on the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave it to him and I gave him the antlers and he started running. He just said, thank you. And he left. I was like, wow. I was like, what? And he just started running. He just left. In the forest. He just said, thank you. Wow. <laughs> right. You know, it's weird that you bring that up. My boyfriend, he um was in therapy, and they it was like sometimes I really forget what it's called, but it's like a therapy where it's not shock therapy or nothing like that, but they mm-hmm. send signals to your like you put like pads on your temples, mm-hmm. and then they send like positive signals, I believe. And he was having he was just sitting there, you know. The therapist is asking him, "What do you see?" And the th- he was like, he saw a Native American man mm-hmm. running. Like, and he's, he's awake though. Mm-hmm. And, but the signals that they send, I guess it just activates something in your brain to where you're just at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they call that theta where you're not asleep, but I you're not you're awake. About. I know what you're talking about. And he was like in that, it, it like pretty much simulates that. Mm-hmm. And he, it was a native American man and running. And he just remembers that he just saw like the man, you know? 
and he he didn't know if he was the man or if he just saw the man exactly you know so i think that's weird that you bring that up it's crazy because um i'm native american right me too i'm taino oh not taino baby <laughs> see at least you know but i don't know like my tribe i don't mm-hmm. know where i come from but i'm, I'm not really sure mm-hmm. um so i'm thinking like does this dream mean i need to go back to reconnect you know mm. i don't know what it meant i don't know it was crazy it, it could have even been an ancestor because i believe that they come through our dreams all the time in different forms exactly we will never know you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. the thing about dreams is it's never gonna nothing's literal you know what i mean like if you die in a dream you're not gonna die mm-hmm. you feel me but it, it's almost opposite like that's how i take certain symbols in dreams like if i die that means a new beginning mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's crazy Mm, that's too crazy so let's get into it let's get into it when did you realize that you was a little different with your with the dreams i guess hmm, i guess i would say in middle school you know in middle school where you just have those conversations in class and you know you and your friend are talking about something and you could relate but you could tell the other people around you don't relate Mm mm-hmm it's like that like that's when mm. i started you know like oh like people i when i just realized the reaction when i would tell people my dreams more so like well i don't even dream like you know like i would get that response well i don't even dream i don't dream mm-hmm. let alone do i remember my dreams but everybody dreams that's the thing you dream every night but not everyone remembers them so i guess it's the remembrance that's special mm. you know what i mean because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people they dream, but I don't know. That's I guess that's it's all about being them. aware, mm-hmm. right? Because like I know from a psychology standpoint, mm-hmm. when you're dreaming, you're not asleep anymore. When you're dreaming, you're conscious. Like you're because mm. when you're asleep, you're like you're you out of it. Right, you're unaware of everything. Right, like a lot of you're stuff resting. can go exactly. Right. A lot of stuff can go down in your house while you're asleep. You won't know. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a dreaming state. Like, you can hear things sometimes. Right. Like, if you're... You ever, like, when your alarm goes off? Yes. Why are you dreaming? <laughs> yes. 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 And you be like, damn, what what song is this? Yes. Little do you know, you about 20 minutes late for work. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But, but you're you're conscious when you're dreaming. You know? Right. It's a, it's not the same thing as, like, as you're... As when you're asleep. Mm. Like, your brain... You're not active. fully asleep because your brain is working. Exactly. Your brain is still doing this doing this thing. Right. Wow. So I really never knew that. You said your family a lot of your family has it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they act on it? Like do they oh. do you have any superstitions? Yeah. Um I would say well, really it's really with my grandmas. And that's why I bring up the ancestral thing. Because my grandmas are really the ones to share their dreams with me growing up Mm -hmm. so my mom's mom she her dreams are so accurate we get nervous when she has a specific dream because it always comes true no matter what like down to when my mom was younger she had a dream my mom's hamster is gonna die next wake up the hamster's dead Mm. and it'd be things like that like she had a dream my mom was pregnant before my mom told her she was pregnant or even knew herself you know and as far as my mom, her dreams are strong, but they're not, you know, 
psychic almost mm-hmm. as as my grandmas are and when it comes to my dad's mom she has dreams as well but hers are more so fighting demon dreams like nightmare dreams like she's gotten pulled from the bed mm. like you know it's more paranormal things that that access her through her dreams mm-hmm. so it's a weird like you know balance but yeah my, my family they're very and i mean my mom she's dominican so that side they you know caribbean people we're very superstitious so they're they always all have dreams and we like it's like law you know what i'm saying like when they have a dream we all tell each other and we're like yo i had this dream about you just letting you know you ain't going nowhere for the next three days right Staying exactly i had a dream mm-hmm. no my luther king <laughs> <laughs> my family mm-hmm. dreams for us we mm-hmm. know if i dream about fish or fishing that means somebody pregnant right somebody pregnant. yeah we we have that superstition too um or teeth you have the teeth one yeah what does teeth mean for y'all death yeah mm-hmm. i get those mm-hmm. and they're always accurate every single time really every single time early january had a, a dream my teeth falling out oh my gosh mm-hmm. but my- you see it was your teeth but mm-hmm. you didn't die thank no. god it was my granddad passed away this year. Mm. I had a dream my teeth fell out and he passed away. Wow. Every time I had one um, right before Halloween. Right before Halloween. Yeah. And I lost my coworker. Yeah. Really? Every time, every single time I have a dream my teeth is falling out. You see? So it's weird. It's weird. And it's like, why were you chosen? That's that's like the question I start to ask myself. Like, mm-hmm. why was I chosen? to know this message if there is a message that's supposed to be relayed mm-hmm. <clears throat> but no that's crazy why that's do you crazy. think you were chosen <laughs> <laughs> beats me like that's like asking why am i even on this earth why were you chosen mm-hmm. like you know but as far as that i don't know I feel like maybe one day later in my life, it will be a little bit more clear, mm-hmm. but I, I really don't know. I really don't know. And as of lately, honestly, I haven't really been remembering my dreams, but this year there's been certain ones that have stood out like tremendously. Like, mm-hmm. and I really thought I was awake, like hard down thought I was awake. When I woke up, I woke up confused. I was in my bed. And then that goes to like, when, when I have dreams like that, that give me that energy, I start to feel like, I'm astral projecting. You know what I mean? Because then I wake up too very tight. Like, I slept the whole night through. I didn't toss and turn once, but I wake up and my body is tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sore. Like, I was just running for miles, you know? And I've I been asleep for eight hours. Uh, explain astral projecting for the people real quick. <clears throat> I, well, I don't know the exact definition, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but astral projecting to me is you when while you're sleeping or i believe you can access it through meditation as mm-hmm. well but that's a whole different conversation um i believe i, I astral project when i'm sleeping and pretty much it's just your body your soul i guess your spirit leaving your body and mm-hmm. traveling and for me i think that it travels through dimensions um personally and just because I, I i my human brain doesn't know how else to process that you know what i mean exactly Not the bill collectors. <laughs> Never. Uh-uh, don't answer that. I'm going to edit this out, though. It's okay. Take your time. 
I'm dying for this love, this, this love, love, this love. Tell me. Stop, because I'm getting let it drop. And we're back. <laughs> do you think you're a dream interpreter? Do you think you can do that? Yeah, it's funny that you asked me that. Mm-hmm. Because I want to say like, mm, I wonder if some people who follow me will remember when I was doing dream interpretations on my page. Mm. Yeah, I was doing it on my page. It was just something fun. Like, I would just do it every weekend when I was in high school. Like, oh, if y'all had a dream, you know, just hit me up. And I had a book, and it was a dictionary of um, different words or symbols or anything, A to Z, that has to do with what it means when you see it in a dream. So when people would tell me certain things that stood out, like a pink flower or the sky was black or the sun or a lunar eclipse whatever i would just look it up and yeah because even when you were telling me that dream just now it's like i automatically start to like mm, things are okay flowing. like you know i like almost in a psychology way mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm kind of like diagnosing the whole dream like mm-hmm. mm, you know that's what i got you know like i felt like with the dream you just spoke about that that deer was you offer it Wow. Like, I thought that. Like, when you said it to me, I and it's very weird because when sometimes when people tell me, I'll get like a, I always say, I, I get a feeling in my tattoo because I have a tattoo on my solar plexus. Mm. But it, it, it very much so, like, I, I start to, like, certain things when I think of it, it's like an intuition thing. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be like, okay, that's what that means. You know what I mean? You like can, That's cool. Like, you can just rely. You, can, you don't even have to question yourself at that point. You mm-hmm. can just rely mm-hmm. on your know-how. Rely mm-hmm. on your own spiritual intuition. Right. To say, like, this is what you felt. Right. Because I'm the same way, you know. I don't do dreams, mm-hmm. but I do psychology. Right. I don't do dreams, but I can tell you spiritually what's going on with you. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Or I can, like, talk you through a situation. Right. And I don't have formal training. You know? Right. I don't have, I'm not a pastor. Right. But I know there's something inside of me that that knows exactly how to help you in that situation that you're trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to get out of. And it's almost like an undeniable it's not even a voice it's more so like a feeling like an energy and it almost like it it like zings through you real quick mm-hmm. and like i get it and i'm like okay that's what that is you know mm-hmm. so i but guess that will go back to the chosen thing like do you get scared when you like when you're talking to somebody because like let me i boarded that question kind of weird but when somebody asks me for advice right mm-hmm. i feel terrified why because like I'm trying to make sure that what I'm saying is exactly what you're feeling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cuz the person who the person who resides in my mind, the mm-hmm. person who writes for me mm-hmm. in my head speaks way more fluently than I do. Right. Speaks at all. Then the then the physical show that exactly. is Exactly. Right. I, he like when he gets up there he starts typing and talking to me, and he's like transcripting, mm-hmm. he's like Right. When he starts going I'd be like, all right, babe. Like poetic. Bet, it's real bet, poetic. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I got you, bro. I got you. And then I guess the next team down. <laughs> the, the brain? T- <laughs> the, the team brain? that's responsible for um the, the speaker. Right. Davey. Right. I'd be like, come y'all get this together. Remember in SpongeBob when it was on his head going crazy? <laughs> it's like that for me. Right, right. So when I when I give people advice, I take my time. I go mm-hmm. slow because I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing to this person. 
because when somebody's vulnerable like that, mm -hmm. they'll listen to anything and they'll do anything. And they'll take it very literally as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, so I'm asking you, when you get in that space, right? when you get that feeling, how do you split it out? How do you dish that out? Well, one thing I like to do if I am having that conversation, I just actually spoke to, my boyfriend had like three nightmares in one mm -hmm. um, night. And, um, the, the, see, that's the thing about nightmares, just a little sidebar, like, they're my favorite kind of dreams because they expose something's very real there, you know, something, something's going on there and it may not be a bad thing, but you know, the, I'm, I always get very excited about a lot of energy in one place. So he had three nightmares and pretty much. I always let them say what they think it is first mm -hmm. so that I, I want to see their genuine opinion on their own dream because I don't want to come through. That's like me telling you, oh, um, instead of me asking you, which one do you like? And I'm asking you, which one do you like? Because I like this one. You know, yeah, like, I'm be like, yeah, that one. Basic confirmation. You know what bias. I mean? Like, I don't want to have any influence over what's going on in their subconscious and their mm -hmm. conscious. Because nine times out of ten, when they're relaying their dream to me, it's they're conscious now. The subconscious don't, you know, don't really come out because the subconscious is what had the dream. Exactly. So now you're relaying it through your conscious, and I mean, I don't really get scared. I, I kind of get, I kind of like to see their opinion, and then sometimes it's mm, I don't think it's that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm, I think you're taking it too literally, but other times like exactly that's exactly what I thought too. Yeah, you need to be doing this because this and this and you know. So I always make sure they. I don't really have room to be scared that I'm gonna influence somebody's dream interpretation or anything like that in a negative way. Mm -hmm. Because period, dreams are not negative, even the nightmares, you know. So it's not too much any fear with it, you know. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Because like. Uh I know that nightmares, nightmares expose, nightmares expose, basically. Right. They, like, they pull the covers mm -hmm. on who you are, you feel me? Mm -hmm. um, I used to have this nightmare when I was little of, like, this lady, and this, like, this random lady stabbing mm -hmm. me in my ear, you know? Mm -hmm. And I used to be so terrified. This random lady, I don't know who she was. She used to hold me over the balcony, put me on her lap. Put my head, you know how your mom used to braid your hair, mm -hmm. or, um, your head on her lap, right? And she would stab me in my ear, mm. and I don't know why that, like, why I used to have that dream a lot, but like, I knew there was no lady trying to stab me in my ear, right? But that was apparently that was something I was afraid of, right? I was afraid of being like vulnerable in, in that type of situation, and I, right? You know and that, literally, I was just gonna say that you were in a comfortable space. Mm -hmm. You're scared of someone attacking you while you are comfortable. In a vulnerable space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your mom doing your hair. You're in that position. You know, you're relaxed. You're ready to go. You're like, no one can harm you at that point. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that probably also resonates with your childhood. Like, if, if you were get your hair braided a lot in that position, you probably resonate that with, that's a safe space for me. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I also have a reoccurring dream. Um, it stopped, actually. Knock on wood. Hopefully it do. Because I haven't had it in a minute. But there was this one specific guy 
who was always trying to get in like for years it started with in elementary school and the dream was wearing like you know everyone at lunch that was like the highlight of the day in elementary school that in recess <laughs> and specials not <laughs> <laughs> the specials i took it back right there but um no where it started this man where he introduced himself it was like I was running from, I'm always running from him, always. And he was trying to get me. And I remember being on top of like the lunch tables mm -hmm. and I'm running, you know, in dreams, you, you think you're going so fast, but you are moving. You ain't moving at all. I point two miles <laughs> per hour and I'm running from this man and he's trying to, you know, grab me at the time. He didn't have no weapons on him or nothing while I was a child when he first came around in my dreams. But I'm screaming. I'm like, help, help. You know, no one can hear me. I'm like go over the lunch table. Everyone's eating lunch. No one's worried about it. Like, you know. And then gradually as it kept reoccurring, he started having a knife in his hand. Mm -hmm. And eventually the last dream I remember with him was because there's, like, there's so many, I don't even think I can remember. But it's always the same thing. It's always me running from this person and no one, everyone's brushing it off. Like, at first it was that no one could hear me. Then it got to, like, you know, I'm telling, I'm in the dream telling my boyfriend, like, I'm telling my parents. You know, it's like a barbecue at my house, late night, block party kind of thing. And I'm telling, like, you know, this man is trying to get me. Like, it's fine. You know, like, no one listens. Finally, the last dream I had with him well, I had two final dreams with him. One, he that dream that I was just talking about, he stabbed me. He mm -hmm. finally got me. So imagine, I'm terrified because I'm 22 now. I've been having this dream since I was about nine years old. Mm -hmm. So he finally stabbed me. So in my arm, and it was with like a syringe this time. He was trying to get you, get yeah, you. Girl, get. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> get me get me like you feel me and then he stabbed me whatever and i got away and then i woke up mm -hmm. and then i actually had a to this day i don't know if it's an actual dream but i remember waking up in my bed like to this day i really don't know i feel like it was i was awake to this day and i'm in my bed and for some reason my light is on in my room and I'm like, look up, like, you know, you know, you just, you waking up. So you like wiping the crust out your eyes and the, he's in my room and he's, the door's open and he's there. And I'm like, literally speaking to him, like, I'm thinking it's my dad at first, you know what I'm saying? Cause it, it was hard for me to really see. And I'm like, daddy, like, what are you doing in here? Like, you feel me? But then he came closer and was just trying to like, you know. I don't know what he was trying to do, but forcibly trying to kiss on me and mm -hmm. all this other shit. And I was just like, oh, no, you know, and I went to sleep after that. But when I woke up for the day that day, I'm literally asking my mom, like, did somebody come in my room? Because you don't know if it was an actual dream or not. Right. That's crazy. Right. No one came in my room, you know. Everyone was fast asleep. And that was the final dream I had with him. And I think it's weird how it almost left my dream on some Freddy Krueger. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's the last time I had that interaction.
And like, you know, those kind of dreams, I don't know what to make of them. What do you think my fear is hearing that first time? I think your fear is everybody's, like, the same thing as everybody's fear. Like, what are we all afraid of? We're all afraid of, we all live in Florida. We're all afraid of being abducted, you know? Right. We're all afraid of being kidnapped, murdered. Well, we're all, like, we've been hearing about this since we were little. Right. We all watched First 48. We right. all watched um, Snapped. <laughs> right. Um, what's that show? I, I Married a Murderer. Mm-hmm. Who, who the hell did I marry? Mm-hmm. We all watched those shows when we were little. And I guess your fear just manifested in that way, you know? Honestly, I thought it was the fear of being, not, not being heard. <clears throat> and not being understood mm-hmm. you know that's what i think it is as well like obviously you know what i'm saying like what you're saying the literal it comes it, it plays a big part on the imagery mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that that's why i feel like well duh you you <laughs> watching scary movies all day you gonna have a damn nightmare that Rosemaria is trying to possess mm-hmm. your spirit. Like, La you Llorona. know. <laughs> La Jarona, like, you know. But that's what I think it is. And honestly, it has not happened. Like, that reoccurring dream hasn't happened. And I feel like once you do finally stop having those reoccurring dreams, it means you got over it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you were scared of, that's gone. You know? So. That's really, that's interesting that you said that. Because you said the literal is easy to come by. So, like, a baby deer, like, for me, a baby deer, like, uh, of course. Like, if there was a baby deer in the wild right now, I, 100%, I'm going right. out and I'm helping the baby deer. Right, right. I'm taking that little baby deer home. Got to. Y'all, hey, I'm on Snapchat with my baby deer. Y'all, look at my little homie. Right. What's, it, what's, it, what's that man's name? Oh, um, uh, Brother Nature. Canela. Canela. <laughs> it's going to be me and Marble. If I ever got a, a, a deer, her name going to be Marble. That's cute. I'm gonna get you one when when I'm rich. Thank you. Of course, the literal the literal is obvious. Mm-hmm. But to go down deeper than what we see, and think about like what we felt, what we saw, where we were. Right. Those I feel like that's where that's what comes together. Right. Because like um, in my dreams, um, I don't get a lot of faces. Because um, they said your brain can't create Im- yeah your brain can't create faces mm-hmm. so a lot of times in my dreams people won't have faces or like right. either they'll be not looking at me right or they'll be like in a way so like i can't see their face right or i probably just don't remember their faces right but i don't get a lot of faces so if i see somebody in my dream that i remember i won't see their face only mm. thing i will see is like i'll see the body figure wow you know like when you you know like when you're in high school you're like oh i know who that is in the hallway not mm-hmm. because you can see them, but like you know what mm-hmm. they look like. Mm-hmm. So that's how it is for my dreams. So it's a little different. That's crazy to me because for me, it's more so voices. Mm. Right. I could see faces that I've never seen before. Like, I don't know how. It, and it's very rare. But the only faces that I haven't seen, I would say, is my grandma. But I knew it was her. And she didn't say nothing. Like, I didn't see her because when I saw her in my dream, we hugged so quickly. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And it's funny to me because she passed when I was eight years old. <clears throat> so she, we, we were, like, the same height. <laughs> She's very short. My great-grandmother. But when I had that dream and I hugged her, 
I was taller than her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was taller than her. Yeah. And that, that dream was very, like, that dream really shaped my spirituality a lot because what let me, let's start from, let, let's let's say the dream now now i gotta say it go ahead take your time so i'm in you know like for a beach las olas mm-hmm. you know beach beach place you know how the there's shops and then across the street is the beach mm-hmm. so it was kind of like that but imagine instead of it being across the street the beach is right there and pretty much i'm at a show i was with around friends um at the time and we're like figuring out who's gonna perform like if we should still perform and i'm kind of just like over it in the dream i'm like oh god like you know it's always something with these shows like it's, it's, it's always something and then i'm just like you know letting them do their thing figure it out and then someone taps me on my shoulder and they're in a long hallway and they tap me and i look and i'm like grandma <laughs> like you know i'm just like like you, i don't even say anything i hug her mm-hmm. and that's when i realized um sh- sh- i'm t- much taller than her now and <clears throat> within the the hug she didn't say anything to me but the energy was so it was so powerful it was so powerful like i get emotional talk about it to this day i get goosebumps because all, all I, all I, what I heard from it and what I got from it was, you're okay, you're mm-hmm. okay, I'm with you and I've always been with you. I've always been with you, and it was a long hug and it was a. It was so like, it's it's hard to explain. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that comfort, like, and I remember at the time I was really stressing about my life and what direction I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. I felt very alone, Mm -hmm. very depressed. Um, And when she hugged me like that, it's like she saw my life already. She already saw it. She already knew Mm -hmm. that I'm going to be okay. okay. You know? And after that, it like, did you know when dreams skip a little bit? It skipped. And I was looking for her, and I'm like, Grandma, Grandma, like, you know? So now she she left the venue, and now think about it, busy for a Lauderdale Beach, sun is blazing, mad people on the on the sidewalk. So I'm pushing, I see the back of her head, mind you, I never saw her face, I'm pushing through people. Grandma, Grandma, you know? Pushing through people, like, I'm literally getting mad, I'm like, move, you know? <laughs> it's my grandma, you know? I don't, I don't find her. But when I stop and get, when the people are gone, there's a, a dock almost, like a pier. Mm. No, it's empty. And I see the sun and I see the water. It's sparkling. It's so Ooh. beautiful. And I go there and I sit down. And I'm just like taking it all in in the dream. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, you know, my boyfriend comes, he taps me. He's like, you okay? And I end the dream and I'm just like, I'm okay. Like, you know, like I'm good. I'm and that was it. I woke up. Oof. Mm-hmm. That this is the first cartoon. time. This is the first time I said it without crying. I swear. That needs to be a cartoon. Mm-hmm. That that was the most powerful dream I got. And since then, it's almost like I felt her in this physical life. Mm-hmm. And now I know I'm never alone. Like I I physically have felt it. It's like I always feel her sometimes around me. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm not alone. But you know those times when you're just spiraling. 
and you're like, I'm alone, no one understands, I'm alone, I'm depressed, no one gets it, you know? But now to this day, like, I still feel that feeling that I felt when I woke up, which is I'm always, I'm never alone. I'm never yeah. alone, you know? That's really good. Mm-hmm. You got me about to cry, I ain't gonna cap. <sighs> yeah, didn't you about to cry myself. Can I tell my grandma dream? Yeah. Can I tell nah, my I'm gonna cry. <laughs> please, yes. Can I tell my grandma dream? You ever been to Disney World? Mm-hmm. Okay. We Floridians, you know. Yeah. Every Floridian knows exactly what I'm talking about when I tell when I tell this dream. Okay, so you know when you get off the little, off the the boat to get um to Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. you get off the boat to Magic Kingdom, you step off the boat, you go through little turnstiles, you know, you mm-hmm. scan your ticket in mm-hmm. and you go through, and when you walk to when you walk through Magic Kingdom, the first thing you see, what is what's the first thing you see when you get to Magic Kingdom? Oof, you're asking for a long. <laughs> I haven't been there so long. What's the first thing you see? The first thing you see is the castle. Oh, that's the first Cinderella's castle. Cinderella's Mm -hmm, castle. mm -hmm. It used to be silver, but now it's blue. Okay. No, it used to be blue. Now it's silver. Mm -hmm. The castle is silver. So the first, so if you look straight ahead, Mm -hmm. first thing you see is the Cinderella castle. Now, if you're really good with Disney World, Mm -hmm. you you remember like, if you turn to your right. There's a, there's a restaurant right there. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. It's in the castle? No, it's like, it's still in the beginning of the Disney, beginning of Disney okay, World. Okay, okay. So, the first, when you walk into Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. first thing you see is the shops on the left side, the shops on the right side, and then you see straight, straight ahead, you see Cinderella's castle. Mm-hmm. But before you get to the shops, there's a little, in the little cut, there's a restaurant right there. It's a little French-style restaurant. Okay. So, I was, I would think I was about 12 years old when this happened. Mm-hmm. I was about 12 or 13. I looked over, and I saw my grandma there mm-hmm. at the little restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I sat, I, I ran over, and I sat down. Because this restaurant has, like, an inside area and an outside area. Okay. It's French style. So, you know, French right, restaurants, right. you can sit outside. Mm-hmm. So, we're sitting at a round table with the white tablecloth, with the flower, the, mm-hmm. the little round candle. And we're just sitting there. We're eating. We're mm-hmm. drinking tea. Mm-hmm. Like we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. I woke up. Mm-hmm. That was the entire dream. And this was a year after she passed away. Now, the reason why that dream resonated with me so much is because, number one, it was extremely vivid. Right. It was detailed, like, precisely. Mm-hmm. Number two, it was like, how does my brain? How does my subconscious right. remember what she looked like so well? And the crazy mm. thing is, she was wearing a pink dress. Right. My grandma never wore pink. My grandma was mm. like a... Who's my grandma? She was right. a black grandma. What right. black grandma you know wear pink on a random? <laughs> Only on Easter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know my grandma's... <laughs> Only on Easter. Mm-hmm. Only time I ever saw my grandma wear pink is when she was in her casket. She mm. wore pink in her casket. Mm. And so I was saying to myself, how did my subconscious remember exactly what she looked like? The short hair, the pink dress. Right. For this long. Right. How? Right. Like so, like if you saw her yesterday. Like I saw her yesterday. Wow. And so I went to Magic Kingdom in 10th grade mm-hmm. on a band field trip. Mm-hmm. When we walked in, the first thing I saw was goddamn Cinderella Castle. 
mm-hmm. the shops on the left, the shops on the right, and then right. the cut was the restaurant. The restaurant. I saw the table we sat at, the exact <gasps> same table no. on the right side of the guardrail. Wow. To the T. To like To the point you were tripping. Like to the point I was I like when we got to Magic Kingdom, I didn't know if it was a dream or not. Because that's how it was accurate. too it was too real. Right. I get I I have that. I have that. It's funny that you say that. Like, how could your subconscious remember that so vividly? And I think it's crazy because I've had dreams where I get to, like, I felt emotions that I've never felt Mm -hmm. in the physical world. Like, never, never felt to the point I'm like, how did I even, like, feel that way in my Mm -hmm. dream you know what i'm saying like i had a i had a very vivid dream where there's a lot of little details so it's weird but i was with my friend tamar natasha and the dream starts out we're riding on something Mm -hmm. literally think appa (laughs) appa think think that kind of vibe where you're riding on top of something magic carpet you know what i'm saying literally but the dream starts off with the wind's in my hair and I'm on the back of whatever we're riding on and I'm looking at the sky and I see a comet and it's a purple comet and the sky is black. And then I look at the sun and it's a solar eclipse. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I look down, we're riding on a bed, a, a bed, like movie bed, white covers, like, you know, a bed. We're riding to a protest we get to this protest and I remember saying to myself, wow, so much people came through. Like so much people came through. Mm-hmm. It's people that from all, from every point of my life, you know, there's people from middle school here, high school, there's cousins, family, like, you know. And I remember, I can't remember what was said a lot at the protest, but I remember saying, the only thing I remember was me saying, somebody saying, my good friend saying, like, you know, y'all settle down. She, like, you know, got everyone hype. You feel me? Get ready. It seemed like we were on some malicious, thing, like, Black Panther kind of mm-hmm. vibes, you know? We're all just in black. We're, like, ready to go. Ready for war. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, like, you know, putting my fists up and be like, we're doing this for our black and indigenous people. And we start, you know, lining up and we go to the gas station, I guess, to prepare. We get to this gas station and I just remember looking back at me as we're walking from wherever we were holding the meeting at to the gas station because we went on foot. Wow. Like there is people so far I can't even Mm. see. And I was like, you know, I was feeling good about it. So we get to this gas station. People are getting water, like you know, things like that. So my friend Tamar, she goes to the register. She's getting something like, it was very, very specific details that like don't matter. So it would be weird. She's getting like a Snickers ice cream, like, you know? And my friend Natasha, my friend Tamar's to the left of me, my friend Natasha's to the right of me. And you know how Wawa is where you can go in from different mm-hmm. sides of the place? So there's like a sliding door to the right of me. She went to go get her drink and she went out. Tamar's still there. And I remember in the dream, I'm feeling like, something's not right something that intuition feeling i was talking about but the other side of the spectrum where it's kind of a negative and i i get that feeling and i go you know let me go check outside i look outside swat like 
they, but they don't even have the SWAT or police thing on them, but it's like official tanks. Like they're mm, coming to GTA type. Yeah. Like they're coming to, for us, you know, to stop us. And I remember the craziest part about it. Well, it's not the craziest part, but there, there was one guy and I could tell he was the one like in command, you know, and he had a mask on, not a COVID mask, but like a full mask the right where you mask. can't see. Mm-hmm. But I remember me seeing through his mask and seeing his energy, and it was so evil and disgusting. Like, I remember being like, what? And it's almost like he's giving me, like, a smile, like a very evil smile. Mind you, he has the mask on. I can just energy, energy-wise mm-hmm. see this. He has a grenade. He takes it, you know, un- <laughs> grabs a little thing, mm-hmm. a little clip, and he throws it in the gas station. Mind you, Tamar's in there, and I'm like, you know, now my dreams are in slow motion. I'm like, Tamar, like, you know, all I remember was her turning around to look at me. The whole thing exploded. I get pushed back so far back because, mind you, I'm running into something that's about to explode. So I get pushed so far back, I'm like by a forest. You know how Florida is. Like, you'll mm-hmm. be at a gas station. There'll be like a little thing of trees over there. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this thing of trees and I'm just seeing them like round up everybody at this point and i see natasha's face getting smushed into the ground mm-hmm. to the point that she's bleeding you know what i'm saying and i'm like freaking out because i'm like what should i do do i go run act on my emotions and go try to do something about this and get captured too or do i try to leave and see what i can do from me not being captured right now like it got like that and like i remember at that point, my boyfriend picked me up. I don't know how he found me, whatever. He always coming through. He always coming through. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked me up, and I was like, like, I'm freaking out. And that's the emotion that I, why I brought this dream up, because he's in the front of the car, I'm in the back of the car, and I'm like, tomorrow, like, I can, bar- I can barely talk. I'm, like, screaming and crying. Mind you, he's driving. He's like, you need to duck down because everyone's on the streets. This is a real 2020 vibe. So for all my peoples, this, I'm seeing just mad white people on every street. I'm seeing so many dead bodies. Like, it's bad. And I'm like going on my block right here by the schools. And I'm just, he's like, we can't go. We can't go straight. We can't take the shortcut straight because if we do, they're going to shoot me. So we have to, like, come from a different angle to get to your house because I'm, like, freaking out. I don't know where my own family is. I don't know if my friend is dead or alive. And I just think it's so crazy that I've never experienced – I've experienced close close deaths before, but it's never been intimate family. It's oh. never been my best close friends that I talk to every day. It's never been my sisters. You know what I'm saying? So for me to, like – fully feel how that feels mm-hmm. and really feel the pain i woke up sobbing i could imagine because i still felt that it was still sitting on me you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. fully sitting on me and like so so for example like dreams like that i don't know what that means because you know like like i said when you when you dream you're mm-hmm. not asleep right you're 100 percent awake mm-hmm. you're aware of everything that's going on around mm-hmm. you your body, your body, it is turned off. Mm-hmm. There are um, ki- chemical recept the, the receptors. The chemical receptors 
in your body, mm-hmm. they're inhibited when you're asleep. So you don't okay. get up and start running across your house. You okay. know what I'm saying? So right. you just be... Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. Like a so crazy person. So you don't start like, tackling your parents and stuff like that right. in the middle of the night. But when you're asleep, the reason why those you feel those emotions so intensely is because mm-hmm. the information that's being created in your mind mm-hmm. is going to that that uh, emotional processing part of your brain. Wow. And it's going to your what's it called the decision making part of your brain mm. and your brain is fully aware of what's going on in that dream mm. now it doesn't go back to the hippocampus where your long-term memory is stored right but in that moment everything that you felt was extremely real it was 100 percent right. real right and nobody can tell you otherwise because it was real right because who's to tell you that i'm not here with you right now right the only way you can know i'm here right now is because you perceive me here right Mm-hmm. Cause there's mm-hmm. the, such thing as um as blind sight, the vision processing of their brain mm-hmm. is damaged, mm-hmm. so they can see, but they don't know they can see. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, you can hold up three fingers in front of them. How many fingers I'm holding up? And they'll say three, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, oh, you're right. How did you know that? I don't know. I just guessed. They didn't guess. They saw it, right. but they don't know that they can see it. And that's the exact same thing with your dreams. Mm-hmm. That's why you feel those those emotions so intensely. Wow. Because they're 100% real and they're right, valid. Right, you right, right. I'm saying? So I feel like there's different types of dreams. Like there's some dreams that that are just like completely made up in your mind. Right, where you just know. There's like purple elephant, right. like cartwheels down I-95. Right, like right. Just Superman. like Superman. Or like I'm like in middle school with like my coworkers, exactly. like you know what i'm saying like just weird things. i know this ain't nothing real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's some dreams like the profound dreams like exactly what you just said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's something real that's something that we're living through right now right. that's happening exactly it so might not be happening imagine like, me i'm waking up like is this a vision mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what i mean like i'm nervous now like, I'm nervous now, but my friend, she was just like, nah, don't take it so literally, you know? Because mm-hmm. all that high energy, it could mean something else. And it's weird because going back to my grandmother's dream, I recently got um, a tattoo of her, um, her name on my arm um, with two butterflies. And because she always said if she could reincarnate into anything, it would be a butterfly. So... When I was getting this tattoo, mm-hmm. I think it was so funny because that week I had that dream with the, um, not with my grandma, but with the um, the vision, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so weird because when the lady was doing it, mind you, she's like an older Puerto Rican lady. So I just, I, when I went in there, I was like, my grandma would love her. Like, you know, so I mm-hmm. felt better about it. So she's like moving the light to, to do my tattoo and she's just like telling one of the like the piercer guy because i think she took his light and she's like a grandma like literally in her 60s this this lady who's tattooing me <laughs> yeah and she's like oh you know the light looks like a solar eclipse mm. and he's like what a solar eclipse like literally like you know and i'm just like uh-uh please stop <laughs> like no like there's no way this lady is like you know and that kind of made me feel better about the dream just because, you know, I'm going there to get my grandma's tattoo. The dream I had with my grandma was very, you know, like you said, very valid, very mm-hmm. real. That that was very real to me. So it kind of almost, here she go again, it's fine. It's fine. You're fine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of got that 
And it's weird how little things, like how you said, something will always happen when you're doing a certain subject that week. I think it's so weird that, like, when it comes to our dreams, certain things in the physical realm happen. Exactly. So that almost valid, not almost, it absolutely validates what you're saying. That is absolutely real. And I think it's all of our dreams are just things going on in different dimensions. Like on some Rick and Morty things, like, you know, Mm -hmm. where you have different multiple U's. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's multiple Jordans, there's multiple Sade's. Mm And there's different things going on. There's a different timeline. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we have five different dimensions. Um, I forgot all of them, but I know that once it gets to, like, 3D and 4D is where our dreams are. Mm. Um, I've heard that, that 4D is where our dreams are. And I believe people think 5D is almost like a heaven thing, you know? So if our dream is in the middle of heaven in the physical realm... How can it be real? Mm. On that note, mm. on that note, on that note. So Shade, not just dreams, mm-hmm. not only the dreams part. If there's somebody out there with a supernatural gift, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Don't go crazy, because you're not crazy. <laughs> um, just you know, cool out, just breathe. If you feel like you have a natural gift, do more research on it. If you feel like you have an intuition that you can't shake, if you feel like you have meaningful dreams that you can't shake, um, if you're very, um, what's the word I'm trying to get? It's not flamboyant. <laughs> um, it's clairvoyant? Clairvoyant. <laughs> flamboyant. <laughs> if you're very clairvoyant, you know, act on that. Mm-hmm. Because I believe it's your ancestors. It's your higher self. It's God. Whoever you believe in, um, it's that person trying to, that entity trying to connect with you to better your life. And I feel like people sometimes think it's a burden Mm -hmm. um, having clairvoyancy or intuitive powers or dream powers. It's a blessing because people don't have that. People, I've spoken to someone like, I don't dream. Like they think it's, complete bull when i'm like why are you even spending your time talking about that you know but it's very real and you should definitely definitely act on that because you're you're gifted you're gifted you're your higher self is trying to connect why not take the invitation you know like so like that like so like that that. it's been a pleasure jordan i just want to say as being jordan's a very good friend i'm extremely proud of him And this has been an absolute pleasure. (laughs) Thanks, I like that.